right, hello, and welcome back to Connor's musical roller coaster. Please keep your arms and legs inside the ride at all times because there's a new show on KCOU 88.1 FM that's coming in hot with all different kinds of music. Ooh. All right, my name is DJ Conductor Connor, and yes, the DJ name is still holding true. I'm sure many people out there think it's corny, but hey, being corny is better than being forgotten. So anyway, like I was saying, my name is DJ Conductor Connor, and I'm ecstatic to be back with you guys this week. As usual, we're going to be exploring some new music, and I can't wait to show you guys what I got for this week. So for this show, we're going to be exploring the world of funk. Yes, I said funk, as in funk music. Get your mind out of the gutter. Yes, funk, the music that makes you want to dance, as it mixes the rhythm and blues with some jazz and a little bit of soul. Funk, as developed back in the late 50s and early 60s in America. The musical genre is deeply rooted in black culture, with funk legends such as James Brown, George Clinton, and The Meters bringing it to the mainstream. Funk is unique because it de-emphasizes the melody and chord progressions of other genres. and focuses on rhythmic grooves provided by basses and drums. The late great James Brown is seen by many as the king of funk. His signature groove, which emphasizes the downbeat of every measure, makes people all around the world get up out of their seats. So it's only right that we play one of his songs, Get Up, I Feel Like Being the Sex Machine, by James Brown, right here on KCOU 88.1 FM, Columbia. Fellas, I'm ready to get up and do my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Machine. 
Welcome back to Connor's Musical Roller Coaster. I am DJ Conductor Connor, and you just heard Get Up, I Feel Like Being a Sex Machine by James Brown. During the song, I'd remembered that the song is similar to the title of his biopic, Get On Up, where Chadwick Boseman has an incredible performance recreating the legendary Funker. Chadwick Boseman is another master of his craft who we unfortunately lost too early this year. Up next on our funky journey is Funkadelic with a, fu- with a funk track, Hit It and Quit It. Funkadelic was led by George Clinton, who was a pioneer pioneer of funk music. They are often associated with their partnering act, Parliament, which was also led by George Clinton. The song Hit It and Quit It is a heavier, psychedelic rock song featured on their 1971 album, Maggot Brain. However, it's still funky as you can hear the wall pedal effect on the guitar and its improvisations, accompanied by the slow tempo drum beat that gives it its groovy feel. Listen for it as we play Hit It and Quit It by Funkadelic.
Yes, sir. Welcome back to Connor's Musical Roller Coaster. You just heard Superstition by the great Stevie Wonder. I mean, how could I not include the track in the playlist? As soon as you hear that funky clavinet riff at the beginning, you're immediately hooked. Now I'm going to take this time to move into another segment of music news. And there was a good amount of it this week. First off, Taylor Swift just announced that she has re-recorded her Smash album Fearless, and it'll be released under the name Fearless Taylor's Version. She released the re-recorded version of her lead single, Love Story, just last night. These releases are part of her re-recording catalog project, which stemmed from a long battle with Big Machine Records over the rights to her master recordings. Taylor signed with Big Machine Records when she was just 15 years old, but when it was time to re-sign, she declined and signed a new deal with Universal Music Group. She attempted to purchase the rights to her master recordings, but CEO and founder of Big Machine Records, Scott Borchetta, denied the request. Borchetta eventually sold the label to Scooter Braun's company, Ithaca Holdings, Taylor's worst enemy. In the acquisition of Master Records, Scooter Braun had the ability to block Taylor's music from being licensed and meant that they would profit any time a song in her catalog was bought or streamed. Taylor decided to take matters into her own hands and re-recorded her first six albums. As I saw on Twitter post today, that said something like, Dear God, please give me Taylor Swift's work ethic, as she has released three albums within the year. Plus, all of her re-recorded music could be up for Grammy Awards, along with her Folklore and Evermore albums released earlier this year. <laughs> Sorry I went on that tangent, but this story is incredible. Next, we got the weekend halftime performance of Super Bowl 55. Personally, I thought the performance was excellent. He put down his own money, $7 million to be more specific, thank you very much, and took a pay cut to make sure the halftime show was a success. I thought the production and the set was really cool. His vocals and the famous falsetto were on point. And then I liked how he came down to the field with his army and then the fact there wasn't a big stage. It started off with an intricate set and then finished on field with ginormous fireworks display. Showtime just announced that they'll be making a documentary detailing the halftime performance, so I'll be interested to see how the show is put together, especially with the implications of COVID-19. For some local news, Columbia native band Post-Sex Nachos just released a new single titled Take My Heart. I think it is excellent, and it is out on all streaming platforms, so go check it out now. Next, we got Bruce Springsteen's arrest after driving while intoxicated. News of the arrest came after Springsteen debuted in a Jeep commercial during the Super Bowl, where he says, there's hope on the road up ahead. <laughs> yeah, the commercial has been dropped from airplay, and Springsteen is facing charges of driving while intoxicated, reckless driving, and consuming alcohol in a closed area. Finally, wrapping up music news, we got the 2021 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominations. The nominees include Mary J. Blige, Kate Bush, Devo, Foo Fighters, The Go-Go's, Iron Maiden, Jay-Z, Shaka Khan, Carole King, Fila Kuti, LL Cool J, New York Dolls, Rage Against the Machine, Todd Rundgren, Tina Turner, and Diane Warwick. Foo Fighters and Jay-Z are the only artists nominated in their first year of eligibility. Artists can become eligible for the Hall induction 25 years after their initial release. Foo Fighters frontman Dave Grohl has already been inducted as a member of Nirvana, and Ike and Turner were inducted Tina Turner were inducted as a group in 1991. If inducted, Tina Turner would become only the second woman to be inducted twice as Stevie Nicks was inducted two years ago as a solo artist and member of... I forget the band. Oh, my gosh. Oh, gosh. Okay, I'm going to come back with that name because obviously it's... Uh, uh, oh, my gosh. I forget. That's what happens when I go off script. Speaking of funk, this is Shaka Khan's seventh overall nomination for Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She had four noms for being part of Rufus and Shaka Khan. Three noms also as a solo artist. Okay, hold on. Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac. I knew that. I knew that. Uh, Stevie Nicks is part of Fleetwood Mac. 
Okay, back to the script. <laughs> Speaking of funk, this is Shaka Khan's seventh overall nomination for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She had four noms for being part of Rufus and Shaka Khan and three noms as a solo artist. The previous list of, list of 16 nominees will be chiseled down, chiseled down to five or seven artists that will enter the hall as the class of 2021. I'm sure Shaka Khan will be saying, tell me something good when the finalists are announced later this year. See what I did there? Here's Tell Me Something Good by Rufus and Shaka Khan on KCOU 88.1 FM, Columbia. Tell me that you love me, yeah. 
Back with Connor's musical roller coaster. I'm of course DJ conductor Connor, and I'm glad you're here with me on this Friday night as we take a trip on the Funk Express. Following Tell Me Something Good by Rufus and Shaka Khan, we got Picking Up the Pieces by the Average White Band. This Scottish funk band got their start opening up for Eric Clapton. I know what you're thinking. Did he just say a Scottish funk band? Kind of like sounds like an oxymoron. Yes, you heard me correctly though. The members of Average White Band are exactly what their band name portrays. This goes to show that music can elevate past racial and social constraints because it is meant for everybody. Picking Up the Pieces reached number one on the Hot 100 back in 1975. This track is essentially a funk instrumental with the only lyrics coming from an occasional chant. This song and many other of the band's works have been sampled many times in hip hop tracks. See if you can recognize it as we listen to Picking Up the Pieces by the Average White Band.
Welcome back to Connor's Musical Roller Coaster. I'm DJ Conductor Connor, and you just heard Brick House by the Commodores and In the Stone by Earth, Wind, and Fire. A couple of funk classics coming at you. To conclude this funk section of classic songs, we'll be listening to Kiss by Prince, a track that won the 1987 Grammy Award for Best R&B Song. The late, great Prince Devine write the song for himself. He originally wrote it for a funk band called Marirati, but they declined the song. So Prince just put it out himself. In the song, Prince tells potential companions they don't have to be rich or famous or anything that people would expect Prince to be with. Prince was ahead of his time by calling out the social hegemonic expectations of attraction. Speaking of Super Bowl halftime shows, earlier Prince had the best, one of the best in my opinion. Nothing gets better with his closing song, Purple Rain, and that epic guitar solo. And then it actually started to rain on the outdoor stadium. Crazy stuff. So let us honor the musical genius that is Prince by listening to Kiss. 
That was Kiss by Prince. So we just spent a little while listening to some great funk classics. Now it's time to move into some new age funk and see what's popping in today's funk scene. First up, we got Funk Ain't Over by the Brooklyn Funk Essentials, along with Allison Limerick and Desmond Foster. Brooklyn Funk Essentials is a musical collective formed in the mid-1990s featuring artists that dabble in jazz, hip-hop, poetry, and most importantly, funk. With their track Funk Ain't Over, the group takes it back to some space age funk. The funky bass line and drum beat intermixes with some retro sci-fi sounds and, contri- and a contributing horn section, declaring that funk is here to stay. All right, Brooklyn Funk Essentials, let's hear it with Funk Ain't Over. It's space nocturnal. What's the speed of dawn? Speed of dawn. Can you trust the truth? Strange music. Funk Ain't Over. Can't emphasize enough the 
shit is cool. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back to Connor's Musical Roller Coaster. I'm DJ Conductor Connor. Thanks for hanging out with me on this Friday night. You just heard Funkin' Ova by the Brooklyn Funk Essentials. Next up, we got Design by Corey Wong featuring Kimbra. Corey Wong is a very talented singer-songwriter and guitarist. Design is the lead single off of Wong's eighth LP, the, Strip, the Striped album, excuse me, that was released in October 2020. Wong joined forces with Kimber by reaching out and explaining that he was a big fan. He DM'd her on Instagram and sent her a rough demo for a track. She responded and eventually the two met up in LA and wrote the song together. Wong explains in a statement, We are exploring a few different concepts for the song, but the main one that we both kept coming back to is the idea of confusion, of the confusion of a machine. We're in a weird time where we have our digital selves and our analog selves. This song is a loosely abstract approach to convincing ourselves that we are, not, that we are human and not machine. I really like this tune, and I think you will too. So here's Designed by Corey Wong featuring Kimbra on KCOU 88.1 FM, Columbia. of yes, no's, and goodbyes. I kept so defined by a wrecking ball of unsuspecting eyes. I put on my 
hard as I tried, I couldn't see the signs. Worlds fuse and collide, but I know, yes, I know what's deep inside. I could be your mother, I could be your father, I could be the prototype. It's the overtones of every word they wrote to make you stand in for Thank you. 
right, what you just heard was This Moment by Jay Keys, the last standalone single from the artist that was released back in December. Following Jay Keys is Resistencia by Balta and the Mood. Resistencia is the fourth track off their group's latest album of the same name. Palta and the Mood is a band from Buenos Aires, Argentina, which is where the entire last album was written and produced. Resistencia is about the clash of ideals that lead to revolution and change. In the bridge, the lyrics go, No te despiertes que dejas de sonar, no te desperes nada te ya atar. Cuando abras las ojos al mundo sabre, hay la resistencia que supiste sembrar which translates to, don't wake up, that you stop dreaming, don't despair, nothing's going to tie you. When you open your eyes, the world will know, hey, the resistance, you knew how to sow. Whoa, two weeks in a row, I'm killing it with the Spanish. Well, I don't know about killing it, but it's, it's a rough translation, but I, you know, I try. Anyway, here's the Resistencia by Palta and the Mood.
All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to Connor's Musical Roller Coaster. I'm DJ Conductor Connor. That was Resistencia by Palta and the Mood. As we continue on our journey of funk, we're making a stop at an artist I'm a personal fan of. That is, of course, Mac Miller. Pittsburgh legend Mac Miller started his career as a mixtape hip-hop artist back in 2007 when he released But My Mackin' Ain't Easy under the name Easy Mac. In 2009, he established himself as Mac Miller with two other mixtapes, The Jukebox, Prelude to Class Clown, and The High Life. However, when his mixtape Kids dropped in 2010, his career took off. Ever since Kids, I've been listening to Mac Miller. I saw him evolve as an artist. The work we're about to listen to is his lead single off his Define Divine Feminine album, which was released back in 2016. This album saw Miller's exploration into R&B, jazz, and funk, as well as maintaining his hip-hop foundation. Dang, featuring Anderson Pock, is a perfect representation of his musical growth. The funk instrumental supports, Mil supports Miller's lyrics of confusion from, a lo from losing a love interest and asking how we can get her back. An interesting factor about this song is that it features a horn section comprised of Juilliard students. So, without further ado, here is Mac Miller with Dang, featuring Anderson Pock. Anderson Rest easy, Mac. Can't go away, girl, I'ma need you Play 
video games like they might take it to an Ivy League school. Won't get Hall of Fame dip from a minor league dude. I just eat pizza if other people need food. Only got a little time and I ain't trying to spend it. All you in about who ain't giving who attention. Tarting up the engine, need to reboot. I just eat pizza if other people need food. And I use every bone in my body. Keep on holding on to your trust. I know you don't want nothing to do with me, but just one more time, let's make love. One more time, it ain't much. Come on, let's be us. Summer soft sweetness. Call late drunk, you hang up. What a mess I made up. Sense I make none. It's complicated, keeping me up late. Can't concentrate, you're always on my brain. If you love me, why the fuck come with pain? I just think that's some bullshit. Okay, it seems inviting. Trust me, she's a titan. This week she like them. Next week they fighting. Need protection, all your dress is bulletproof. You're safe with me, girl. I can't keep on losing you. Gone too soon. Wait, we was just hanging. I can't seem to hold on to. Dang, the people that know me best, the key that I won't forget. Too soon, I can't keep on losing. Can't keep losing you. You know I'm always thinking the 
That was Running Out of Love by Jacob Collier featuring Tori Kelly. That song has a strong bass line that pairs nicely with Tori Kelly's vocals to create a, fo- a funk pop banger. Next up, we got Them Changes by Thundercat. Thundercat is an amazing bassist and singer-songwriter who excels not only with his solo projects, but also as a writer and producer. As he collaborated with Kendrick Lamar on his 2015 album, To Pimp a Butterfly, and often wrote with Mac Miller. Them Changes contains a, simple, a sample beat from the Isley Brothers' Footsteps in the Dark. With an intricate bass line, Thundercat takes us back to the 70s groovy funk with Them Changes. Deep in the cup, 
Welcome back to Connor's Musical Roller Coaster. I am DJ Conductor Connor, and that was Them Changes by Thundercat. Following the Cat is a well-known alternative band by the name of 21 Pilots. You may be thinking, how's an alternative rock band like 21 Pilots on a funk playlist? Well, after this, hear this song, you'll understand why. Yes, 21 Pilots pulls some funk styles and place them on a track, Level of Concern. Level of Concern was released back in April of 2020 at the height of the coronavirus in the United States. The confusion and worry scrambling on everybody's minds at the time is perfectly scripted with lyrics such as panic on the brain, the world has gone insane. The track calls for a sign of reassurance, which many of us cried for during the confusion created by the political administration in charge at the time. But anyway, Level of Concern is a great funk pop track with a catchy guitar riff. So here is 21 Pilots with Level of Concern. Yeah. 
I told you A level of concern But you walk by like you never heard You could bring down my level of concern Just need you to tell me we're alright Tell me we're okay Need you Yeah.
All right, welcome back to Connor's Musical Roller Coaster. My name is DJ Conductor Connor, and you just heard LAX by Wolf, Wolfpeck and Joey D Dosick. And with that, we will conclude our exploration of funk music. Thank you guys so much for listening, and hit me up on Twitter and Facebook at KCOU Musical Roller Coaster and let me know what other areas of the music world I should tackle next. So at this time, I want to bring on our special guest for this week. He is a sophomore at the University of Missouri studying statistics. He is one of the first people I met in Columbia, hailing all the way from California. It is Luke Magnotti. What is going on? What's up, Connor? Are we passing that mid-course break run on this roller coaster? Uh-huh. Thank you. <laughs> Luke is supplying all of my roller coaster puns. <laughs> Every single one. But yeah, in the intro, I said you were one of the first people I met in Columbia, and this is true. Yeah. Do you remember that fateful oh, day? Oh, I, I remember. I will remember that day for the rest of my life because <laughs> it's one of those things where if you guys don't go up and ask. I don't know what college is like. Because so. <laughs> legitimately, you and Kenny and the other people that were there and then Knowlton later on uh, yeah. were legitimately the first actual friends I made here. Yeah. So it was it was yeah, beautiful day. Um, me and Kenny Van Doren of Unwritten Rule were just walking by Stankowski Field. We saw two dudes playing uh, spike ball, and we went up to them. Uh, that back then, it was okay to go up to strangers and play <laughs> sports with them, but uh, and we, we just like, hey, could we play some spike ball? And then we introduced ourselves, and there was Luke and his friend, legend Joey, and roommate. Yeah, and roommate. But yeah, glad that we're friends, and that it brought us all the way here, all the way to the here. third show of Connor's musical roller coaster. And I understand you brought some music with us, with you, sorry. So the first one up is Say You Won't Let Me Go by James Arthur, X, X Factor winner, I believe, in Britain. Okay. <laughs> I didn't do I didn't do a lot of research into into this song. Um, yeah, but talk about it. Yeah, so this this requires a little background because for me, I don't tend to listen. This is a very more, this is like 2016, 2017, I'm going to say this song. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not typically one to listen to a lot of recent songs. I typically like to listen to songs that are like 10 years out, 10 years and out, because if I want to listen to like re recent songs, I listen to them on the radio. Yeah. So, but what I've started to do is like with music, I view it as, a, it's supposed to make you feel some sort of way. Mm -hmm. But I also think music is something that you're supposed to sing along to. So if someone comes into my car, the first thing I always tell them, I don't care how you sound. You can sound like, Ariana Grande, whoever, Bruno Mars, something like that. Or you could sound like chalk, like your nails on a chalkboard, right? Yeah. I could care less how you sound. I think music should be sung along to. So what I've started to do very recently is I've started, I've been trying to learn songs in their full entirety. And this is one of the most recent songs that I've been trying to learn. Now, I've been told, and I, based off of people telling me, you know, I say, I'm better than the average person when it comes to singing. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, I'm no great. I'm not even gonna say good singer. I'm gonna say I'm above average. Yeah. Because I'm not. I haven't done lessons or anything like that. It's, it's just something that I like to do for fun. Mm -hmm. So, this is. I've done this. I've learned High Hopes by Codaline very recently. These are just songs that I've liked listening to before. That I'm now trying to take it to another level where it's like I'm testing myself to see if I can learn the whole song. And this is just one of those songs. And it's a love song, and I love love songs. Mm -hmm. So it's, yeah, that's that's really the story behind this song for right now for me. So when you're trying to learn the lyrics to like, to these songs, like you're saying, is it just songs that you like and that you discover, or so? What's yeah, the it's typically songs that I'll have listened to before, and I have a general understanding, typically like the chorus or something like that, that I just like to hear that I think could maybe challenge a little bit. But I like the way they sound. They're always songs. I haven't done a song where I haven't heard it before. 
it's always something that I've listened to at least like five ish five or more times just because you know you can listen to a song once and you're like oh I like it now but if you listen to it like the next time you're like oh I might not feel the same way so it's like it's always something that I like because if I like it it'll push me to do it more like this song I have I sat for 45 minutes trying to learn most of it high hopes I did it in 45 minutes oh yeah because I will what I'll do is I'm 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 known to be a stubborn person I'll sit there and I'll try to do it as long as I can mm-hmm. until I get it right yeah yeah. And this one, I've come very close. I haven't sat down to try to finish it recently. Mm. I'm looking to do that soon. Um, but, yeah, so it's always songs that I have a general idea of what they are. Yeah. Well, I like that. Hey, you said you were a mediocre singer. I actually know how to play this song on guitar, and I'm a mediocre guitar player. So oh. We, so we got a jam On soon. the channel? On, on the channel? On, on the, the YouTube channel? channel? On the channel? Uh, yeah, we go live. We could do it. In studio performance? Oh, I was saying... I was saying <laughs> I'll say my, on my channel. But we can do both. We can do both. Yeah, we can do both. Share the love. I'm, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to be singing this off air, so no one's going to hear me sing this now, but, you know, you That's will. what you think. I'm going to turn on your mic. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> but with that, let's listen to Say You Won't Let Me Go by James Arthur. I'll match you Over your shoulder For a minute I was stone cold sober I pulled you closer to my chest And you asked me to stay over I said I already told you I think that you should get some rest I knew I loved you then But you never know Cause I played it cool And I was scared of letting go First in bed, I'll bring you coffee with a kiss on your head. And I'll take the kids to school, wave them goodbye. And I'll thank my lucky stars for that night. When you looked over your shoulder, for a minute I'll forget that I'm older. I wanna dance with you right now. Why'd you look? Beautiful as ever And I swear that every day you'll get better You make me feel this way somehow I'm so in love with you Most. I'm gonna love you till my lungs get 
That was Say You Won't Let Me Go by James Arthur here on KCOU 88.1 FM. Brought This song was brought to us by our special guest, Luke Magnotti. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I just want to say a quick shout out to uh, Connor's friends that uh, recommended Thundercat earlier. Oh, yeah. I want, I want to give them a shout out. Seth Dietz and Matthew Roseland in Houston, Texas for listening. Yeah, shout out to them for uh, recommending the Thundercat song. So. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. So up next, we got If I Ruled the World. By Big Time Rush. And I just need to go off for a second because when we're talking boy bands, these are the only things that need to be said. NSYNC is better than Backstreet Boys. Big Time Rush is better than One Direction. And this is, no, no, I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear no any ifs, arguments. No ifs, ands, ors, or buts. Absolutely, absolutely. But the only reason One Direction is relevant is because Big Time Rush took them out on tour. They, were, they, they, opened, they opened for, for them. them. They opened for them. They opened for them. Listen to that. And I don't see One Direction thanking dancing them. or, yeah, thanking them. Or they don't dance. They don't have coordinated outfits. They don't have a TV show. Yeah. They're I mean, not funny. They don't have, what, seven Kids' Choice yeah. Awards? Yeah. They, I don't know how many they Oh, have. and then when Big Time Rush had a reunion, they actually sang a song. When Run Direction got a reunion, what, they, they posted a YouTube video? They weren't even together. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. Well, I mean, Big Time Rush wasn't together, you know, because of COVID situations. But they got together virtually. And did a new acoustic version and of Worldwide. And it sounded incredible, Absolutely. might I add. Absolutely. One Direction, they tease a reunion and they post a YouTube video. They're not even like t- like they're not even talking to each other. Like who? I'm, big, yeah, whatever, whatever. I'm just I get I get angry. But if I rule the world by Big Time Rush, Luke and I bond over Big Time Rush and how good of a show it is. It's on Hulu. Go watch it. And we'll talk more some more about it. Yeah. So um. As you said, we, we vibe over Big Time Rush. Actually, for Halloween, we already have planned out that Connor is going to be Kendall and I am going to be James, however, Absolutely. when James cut his hair because uh-huh. I do not have long hair. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so for this song specifically, I could have chose something like Worldwide, something like Big uh, Boyfriend, you know, something very popular. Mm-hmm. I decided to go with a little spin here, you know, something featuring Ayaz, who people know strictly for replay, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is just a song. It's a little bit more upbeat. Um, it's just a really fun song to bop along to, right? It mm-hmm. does, doesn't does actually have, like, the deep, impactful meaning, like, worldwide. I mean, if you know Big Time Rush and you did not cry during that worldwide scene, like, Mm-mm. I don't know. Then you're not a fan of Big Time Then you're Time not, Rush. A, not a real fan. Also, the hate tweets, the hate tweets and messages for me <laughs> saying One Direction <laughs> is not that good are already coming in. Already, already flooding it. I don't, I, <laughs> we'll see if I get any. We will see if I get any. I prefer Big Time Rush over uh, One Direction. You can uh, tweet at me at Luke Magnitude if you guys want. Anybody with sense prefers BTR over what one D? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, okay. This is we're just sounding like between the different like indie fans when they talk about indie music compared to mainstream music. That's mm. kind of what we're sounding like right now. I hope you know that. Yeah, but we're actually right. But yeah, so Big Time Rush. It was something that I grew up with. You know, something that because I was a big Nickelodeon fan, especially like the live action Nickelodeon shows. Mm. So that was just something like there, and I really connected with with the character James, right? And I love I love James Maslow. You know. Yeah. Um, a little underrated thing though, Heffron Drive. Um, Great band. Oh, what's Kendall the song? Schmidt. Why can't I think of the song? There's one by Heffron Drive that. 
Oh, Parallel. Parallel by Heffron Drive. Oh, my God. I love that song. Yeah. Um, but Big Time Rush has never not released a banger. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and that's all I got to say. So, Connor, Carlos is from Colombia. Is he? Really? Yeah. I swear. Well, he Facts. he married uh, the sister from Spy Kids 1 and 2. Oh, yeah. And you're three. right. Yeah. So, uh, oh, yeah. But yeah, I think I think without uh, further ado, we need to show the people yes. what they are missing. No more talking, just listening to the greatest boy band to ever enter this planet. Big time rush. Well, I if I go that far, but you know. Nope, nope, nope. I'm right. It's my show. Keeping it real, magic carpets, girl, we go wherever. I ain't trying to run game, I ain't trying to be clever. Girl, I'm gonna be the king and you will be the queen. Going a hundred miles an hour, girl, we run in the streets. And if the cops ever try to pull us over, tell them, hey, Mr. Officer, we own You want to know what happened if I ruled the world? What? I'd make everyone believe, not just believe, but know that Big Time Rush is more relevant than One Direction and is better than One Direction. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. I think we, I think we need to stop, though, just because <laughs> I think we're going we're to get it canceled. We don't, get, we don't get too many flames? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think we said enough. 
the point's been made, but a great point nonetheless. The factual point. Absolutely. Now, next up, we've got the king of pop, Michael Jackson, but not one of his more popular tracks, a little more somber yes. in nature. Yeah, so... As you can see with uh, the Big Time Rush song, as I was saying, I went a little bit more, typically a lot of them, not all of them. I went more deep cuts for some for artists, right? I went a little bit more of deeper cuts. I didn't want to. Yeah. I don't want to go like Pyt, um, Billy Jean, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I look at Michael Jackson, right? Yeah. The ultimate performer. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. Uh, and I'm looking at it. I don't think anyone's ever going to be able to top him. Yeah, I think James Brown is a close one, but because M- Michael Jackson the idolized clo- James the, Brown, but the closest thing that I think we have right now to him, I gotta say, the weekend for me, it's Bruno. That's because, that's a good point. Because that's, that's actually what a it very is. Good what point. it what I th- the ultimate performer isn't just the person that can do dance and choreography. That's not the ultimate performer. Mm-hmm. The ultimate performer can do it all. This song, Human Nature, is where Michael Jackson. You said it's more of a somber tone. He slows it down. He shows he can do it all. So when I'm saying like Bruno Mars, you're looking at songs like. When I was your man, talking to the moon. Um, is Versace on the dance floor slow? Versace. Versace on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. So you're looking at those. Those are slower songs, but they also had the faster songs. Where you we said Michael Michael Jackson, Pyt, Billy Jean, yeah. Thriller, Beat It, right? Yeah. Bruno, something like Runaway Baby, mm-hmm. Count on You, Locked Locked Out of Heaven, stuff like that. Yeah. So that's what I'm really looking here, and I don't know if people have noticed. Uh, they'll notice this now. I tried doing songs from like set, different decades. Now I broke it for, for Big Time Rush because mm-hmm. I had to put. It. I couldn't not put it. Yeah. So if if we get all the songs in, the one decade that gets left out is the '90s. Mm-hmm. So this is my representative from the '80s. Now yeah. '80s is a great great year decade of music. You know, mm-hmm. you're looking sort of at the end of most popular disco, moving more into pop and R and B. Yeah. And uh, Michael Jackson. I mean, yeah. If I wanted to. I was debating for seventies. Uh, I want you back by the by the Jackson Five, but I didn't want to have all. I didn't have, as much as I could put all Michael, I didn't want to put all Michael. So no, no. I mean, Michael Jackson gets well, it was definitely going to get the love on musical roller coaster. Uh, I like that comparison with Bruno. I think stage presence. I think it's definitely Bruno is a great comparison. I'd say I brought up the weekend just because. The weekend kind of models his falsetto off of Michael. Yeah, when so you're I, when you're saying in terms of like the tone and the yeah, vibrato, yeah, and I, stuff like that. I definitely say yeah, tone and singing ability is more the weekend, but yeah, definitely stage presence. I mean, Bruno Mars, that's Super Bowl halftime. His Super Bowl halftime. It has to be the best. I, at least in my the, at least in, that, in modern is yours, day. Is yours Prince for modern day or no? I would say Bruno. Yeah, for modern day, like that Bruno one. I've never seen a drum solo to kick off the Super Bowl halftime well, show. Well, the crazy thing, because we looked this up so for the Super sick. Bowl, looking at like other Super Bowls, right? Like the traditional like modern Super Bowl halftime show, they've had like nine songs, right? Mm-hmm. Now we're talking about the Weekend and Bruno, who I think each had like six. They each had six songs in their entire thing, and we think that they're some of the best. Yeah, which is I think a testament to those two artists, not only for their songs but also for their performance in general. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, with that, should we listen? Uh, yeah, I think we should, uh, you know, take a tone, like a tone down from Big Time Rush, you oh, know, yeah. slow we, it down we, a little we bit. Had the, we're, we're bumping down, the, uh, what is it, BPMs, the heart, yeah. heartbeat? And we're going to slow it down to and the melodic out, sounds. Find out about, you know, some human nature. Of Michael Jackson with Human Nature on KCOU 88.1 FM, Columbia. Sixty. 
Welcome back to Connor's Musical Roller Coaster. That was Human Nature by the great, the late great Michael Jackson. Provided to us by Luke Magnazzi, our special guest. 
What do yeah. you think of the What do you think of the show so far? Oh, I'm loving it. I am loving it. Yeah. I, I tune in every week, so I oh, mean, that's awesome. Uh, I, very appreciated. Also, I want to shout out everyone that has my contact info that has not flamed me for some of my statements about uh, a certain band. Damn, you don't. You really, you really want to receive the hate mail? Uh, kinda, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, all right. Moving on. Uh, next up, we got Billy Joel, and she's always a woman. Billy Joel. I'll tell you what. Uh, he's a great artist. I only know a couple of his hits. I shouldn't get into some more deep dives, but you, I, I've heard the song a couple times before. But you let me know. Is it a deep? It's is not it a, super deep. Is it's, it a deep track or is it a hit? It's um, it's it's not. It's like kind of like I would say it's a little bit of boat, like in between. I'd say it's kind of like a just below the surface level, right? Because when you're thinking of Billy Joel, you're thinking like you know Uptown Girl, Uptown Girl, Piano Man, Piano yeah. Man, stuff like that. Uh, uh, it's definitely not a, it's not as deep as a uh, moving out also known as like Anthony's song mm-hmm. um so it's kind of like in the middle it's kind of it's a surface level i would say deep because it's not I i'd you. say you know the bold lights for it yeah so what is this uh so what's the uh story behind this piano ballad why is it one of your favorites uh so as i said i love love songs and as we mentioned earlier i think sing i love to sing along to songs i think the songs are supposed to be sing along to partially because i am absolutely not gifted whatsoever at instruments at all <laughs> not one bit so yeah. it's not never too late to learn but <laughs> yeah i could i could hit drums <laughs> no so um the thing is it says it in the title you know no matter no matter what it is no matter what happens this this girl that you he's singing to <laughs> is um always going to be viewed as a woman right yeah and that's all it's basically it's kind of like showing the respect, saying, like, mm-hmm. no matter what you do, I'm always going to look at you the same way. Yeah. And I think, because, you know, I consider myself a hopeless romantic, and I think, it's, I think it's, it speaks to that. It's something that it's, it's something that's it's a message. I like, I like these good messages, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, looking at Billy Joel, he's a lot of songs like that. Someone like similar is Jason Mraz. His whole M.O. Yeah. is good messages, mm-hmm. right? Um. But yeah, so this is what, I mean, this is part of the reason, also part of the reason that he's my number one Spotify listen to for the past two years wow. is because Bruno Mars is just getting into the 10-year period mm-hmm. with doo-wop and hooligans. Now, yeah. I do make exceptions for like, I have some Brunos on my playlist, some Imagine Dragon, right? Mm-hmm. But he's my, he's my been my top artist the past two years. Big Time Rush was number two last year. Um, <laughs> nice. But it's something where I do appreciate a ballad, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. So I appreciate something slow. I don't want everything to be super fast paced because although there's a vocal art to fast pace i say there's more of a vocal beauty oh yeah to slower songs um and the art makes me as i said i like to feel a certain way the art makes me feel some way the vocal beauty makes me feel just on a whole nother level and you know there i don't think there's anyone else that could encapsulate this feeling more for me than billy joel yeah there's something powerful about the homophonic sounds of a person and the accompaniment of one instrument uh homophonic means like uh it's a singer it's only one person singing one message but it has an accompaniment like an instrument coming with it and there's something more powerful with a piano a piano ballad or a a guy on an acoustic guitar because it allows 
room for breathing and digesting and then there's not a lot of distractions it makes it a lot more a lot more vulnerable absolutely 100 percent. and it's yeah it's just and so much of billy joel is just but like he would sell out stadiums but a lot of his songs it's just him and a piano it's it's like i like to say it's very similar to like an elton john like where you have songs like you know rocket man and your song where you know you have his hits that are fast like crocodile rock but you know the songs that everyone know yeah it's the songs that he's the most vulnerable the songs that he slows down and it's just him and a piano in front of thousands of people. Yeah, it's um, and I'd say the person who's doing that the most today has got to be Ed Sheeran. And it's not a piano per se, but I don't see a lot. Of, like when you go to an Ed Sheeran show, it's not a whole production. It's him no, with a guitar and a looper pedal. And he created like because a lot of his songs, he's got the produ- like he does. He's crossed so many genres and uh, he's like a producer genius. And he has a lot of different elements and a lot of his more popular songs. But for a lot of it, it's just him and a guitar and a looper pedal making different sounds. And it's just him in arenas. Yeah. Which is crazy. I mean, Ed Sheeran, I think, is like the perfect. I mean, we're talking about the closest thing to Michael in terms of like either tone or stage presence. And the be- the closest thing that I'm not even going to say just a single person. I'm going to say the cl- best representative for a type of style, which is vulnerable. Mm. Just being out there by yourself. Yeah. Taking it slow, taking your time, sending a message. Mm-hmm. Is Ed Sheeran by far? Because that's that's all he does. Yeah. Like you have the occasional song that's a little bit faster, right? Yeah. But when push comes to shove, it's all the same, mm-hmm. which is beautiful. Yeah, and it's it's like he does whole two hour sets, and it's just him and an acoustic guitar. But it's not, it's not all the same. It's he's able to make a show of it, and people like leave with like on their feet, like and, and are just amazed by the whole performance and. He does that nights after night, and I'm sure Billy Joel did the same with his piano ballads, and yeah, it just leaves a lasting impression for sure. Yeah, I think I think we need to give a, a people a taste of the song, though. Connor. Absolutely. Sorry, we rambled too much, eh? Well, but, no, we just uh, we I think I think we've teased the people enough, you yeah. know. Let's let's let them hear this ballad. Yeah. But without further ado, here's "She's Always a Woman" by Billy Joel. She can kill with a smile, she can wound with her eyes And she can ruin your faith with her casual lies And she only reveals what she wants you to see She hides like a child, but she's always a woman to me She can lead you to love, she can take you all She can ask for the truth, but she'll never believe And she'll take what you give her as long as it's free Yeah, she steals like a thief, but she's always a woman to me Oh, she takes care of herself She can wait if she wants She's ahead of her time Oh, and she never gives out And she never gives in She just changes her mind And she'll promise you more than the Garden of Eden And she'll carelessly cut you and laugh while you're bleeding 
But you'll bring out the best and the worst you can be Blame it all on yourself Cause she's always a woman to me Back to Connor's musical roller coaster. That was "She's Always a Woman" by Billy Joel. That yeah, got, that got me. That got me emotional. I'm not gonna lie. It's beautiful. Was it my beautiful singing in here? Yeah, I threatened so many times to turn on the mic. I mean, I don't care. That's the thing. <laughs> then I should have. Oh well. You should have. I, I should have let the world hear your gift. Was, that's hey, on me. No, no, no. We we said we were gonna do it on video. So. Uh... That's true. That's true. We'll save it for. We'll save it for the views on YouTube. Yeah. But anyway, thank you so much, Luke, for coming on the third edition of. Connor's musical roller coaster and providing an awesome playlist and I hope to see you in the future, man. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you for having me on. Definitely would love to come back, share more of my uh, musical taste. Uh, I want to say that we had a fantastic first hour and a half. Yes, sir. Um, and I want to, I loved the conversation that we had. We got uh, just more than just, you know, saying what your favorite songs are, stuff like that. I like how we got comparisons from past to present and, uh, you know, just more into some more technical aspects of, of music that I don't think a lot of people typically do. So it was truly a, a unique experience. That's the whole point of the show, man, having the guests on, because a lot of these songs, I try to diversify the genre, but at the end of the day, it's songs that I find interesting and that I like. And it's only my opinion, so that's why I like having guests on and taking outside opinions and just learning all about music and what it can do. But yeah, thank you again so much for coming on and I hope to see you in the future, man. Yeah, for sure. All right, that about wraps it up for this week's show. Again, I'm very grateful to everyone listening. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to explore new music with you guys every week. I always look forward to Friday nights and I can't wait to see where this roller coaster ride takes us in the future. To close the show, I want to continue the theme of ending the program with a fun and inspirational song, almost like a Conquer the World vibe. And this week's tune is Where Do We Go When We Go by UK pop punk band Neck Deep. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a, quite the transition from Billy Joel, but hey, it's that's why I call it a musical roller coaster. I actually got to see Neck Deep live back when they opened for Blink 182 in 2019. They were lots of fun and brought a lot of energy to their set. The track begins with their reimagined nursery rhyme based off the Rain, Rain, Go Away uh, nursery song, except Rain is replaced with the more somber Pain. The lyrics detail the want for good feelings and hope, rather than always feeling limited and unaccomplished. 
Up until the second verse, the song is mostly negative, contradicting its catchy guitarist and upbeat melody. It isn't until the second verse where singer Ben Barlow offers some optimism, singing that there's a world full of possibilities and a million other people just like you who've all been through what you've been through. Many problems that we're facing currently are problems being shared by many of us. Health concerns, worries about government, unemployment, meeting deadlines, those are things all people can relate to. Neck Deep reminds us of this and asks us to look to the future for brighter days when the pain, pain goes away. Thank you guys for listening. Stay safe, stay warm, and have a great Valentine's Day weekend. Just one.